Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us. Um, so my name is Jamie Weinstein, and I think I emailed Rabbi and probably two or three other people um, asking, could I do a divorce tour this, uh, this morning? So thank you, everybody, for letting me. Um, I wanted to give the Devar tour because my son and I are both autistic. There are many disabilities, but that's the point of view from which I'll be coming. In case you're wondering why I'm saying autistic and not with autism, here's the difference. Pete, can you come hold my autism? I'm going I'm to do this the one more time. <laughs> no, right? I'm still autistic up here. So that's the that's uh, where a lot of our community is coming from with that. Um, if you've ever heard the term Asperger's, that's that's really what my diagnosis was was Asperger's. But of course, um, Hans Asperger was a horrible Nazi doctor. <laughs> it was part of the uh, eugenics movement there. So I follow a social media figure called the Autistic Rebitson, which, by the way, if I say something mispronounced, please correct me. <laughs> um, anyone? Uh, and she has a great video called Autistic uh, Moshi. The premise really got me thinking about the point of view of uh, what if Moses was autistic? And that's the, the point of view with how I read this, this Parsha. Um, what if he was autistic or disabled um, beyond the heaviness of tongue that Moses refers to? You know, he talks to burning bushes. He hears God speaking to him. He might have had a stutter or speech. <laughs> Um, like many autistic people that I meet, he suffered from a lot of trauma too. I mean, his biological mom put him in a basket and the river, right? He's found, he's raised as a prince or a pharaoh's son. He kills a man. He brings on the plagues with God. He's watching his former people, the, the Egyptians going, you know, through the harm of the plagues. And then he leads the people out of Egypt. Hindsight 2020, it's easy to mythologize him, but let's think about being him, being an autistic person and going through it. We honor the story of Moses. Moses leads the Israelites out of Egypt, parting the sea and closing it back on the Egyptians. They break out in one of the oldest parts of uh, this text, the Song of the Sea, which we sing this morning, followed by Miriam. I'm gonna have to learn the dancing song because in my head, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> it was like that one line was my favorite. Uh, where it talks about Miriam taking the women with their hand drums out. Um, but basically, they, you know, they walk around, they run out of food, they run out of water. Um, for any Kabbalah people in here, I heard there's a group. Um, check out the numbers in there. So check out how many trees, how many, how many rivers, how many water. I, so check out the numbers in there, and they talk about uh, the, um, the units of measure as well. So nearing the end of this portion, Moses strikes a rock for water. He doesn't ask it nicely. Hey, we're thirsty again. <laughs> right? He hits it. And it seems like anger to me. And who wouldn't be aggravated? These people are pretty whiny at this point in the story. Right? So Moses names this place where he strikes the water uh, Massah and Mariba which is testing and quarreling, because in my opinion, the Israelites kept testing God and Moses 
who both keep providing for them. That's kind of funny and maybe even a little petty for Moses to have named them that, right? Um, but maybe a little cathartic for him too. So the story goes on. We meet Amalek. Moses instructs Joshua to fight Amalek and his people and Moses. Aaron and her go to the top of the mountain. Um, once they're up there, if Moses raises his right hand, Israel would prevail. If he laid down his left hand, Amalek would prevail. Moses's hands become so heavy that a stone was placed under him. And Aaron was on one side, her on the other, and they supported his hands. Joshua weakens Amalek and Moses builds an altar, naming it Hand Upon the Throne of the Lord. And the story stops there for now. But what if Moses was born during today's times? What if Moses had ABA therapy or behavioralism techniques applied to him? What if every time he denied talking to God, he got a donut, a sticker, a hug, or another reward? What if every time Moses told folks he talked to a rock or his staff turned into a snake, that people told him, stop? Does everyone do that? Don't do that. Moses did his thing, and not without fear, but he did his thing, and he did it to, with the support of his tribe. Miriam, Aaron, her, Joshua, and God. It is so important that autistic people and disabled people have a tribe, not people to pity them, but people who help support them in the places in which they need. When God first approached Moses, Moses did not want to take on this huge task of leading the Israelites, saying, Ki kavad pe ukavad lashon anokhi. For I am slow of speech and slow of tongue. Even God told Moses, and I'm paraphrasing here, okay, fine. <laughs> the people like your brother will use him as a mouthpiece to the Israelites, but you stay with me. God knew how important our personal tribes are to us autistic folks. People's needs will differ from disability to disability and within autism. And I think the best thing we can do is to provide space. We need to provide space mentally, physically, and in our hearts. For my little guy who's out there now, but we'll hear him. <laughs> um, he may need to dance or sway um, during services. And that's actual physical movement we might need to, a uh, space we might need to give him. For me, it's going to look more like if we're at a meeting, I might be doodling. You know, mine's much different, um, but it's the same thing. We're doing it to stimulate ourselves so we can actually focus and pay attention to you. Um, just like Moses needed Aaron, Miriam, and her, we and other people with disabilities need you in order to fulfill the roles God is giving us. Be like Miriam, Aaron, and her. Don't be like Pharaoh wanting to control us. And don't be like some of the whiny Israelites irritating us with constant complaints and what ifs. Be closer to God, the creator, who gives human speech, who gives us the ability to hear or not, the ability to speak or not, and the you know, excuse me, neurology of being autistic or not. Because that is how we're all going to get closer to the figurative land of Canaan, the land of milk and honey. It has to be all of us together. We need you and you guys need us. 
That's my spiel. Shabbat shalom. This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.